go. Hey yo, I'm CK and you're listening to Practice. This is my podcast where practice isn't just the theme of the show, but the whole purpose behind it. I'm using this platform to practice podcasting as well as speaking in general while espousing half thoughts and providing unsolicited advice. As always, I'm fortunate to be joined along with my practice partner and partner in life and pattern awareness manager, Pam. <laughs> Hello, that's a new title. Yeah, do you like that acronym I made up? Oh, I so, didn't even realize that it was my name. Yeah, pattern awareness manager. <laughs> so every week we'll be talking about my progress with this practice as well as various lifestyle practices along with the virtues of practice itself and today it is may 31st 2020 we are recording the 14th practice session and it has been a good week for me how about you pam uh yeah good week personally hard week nationally true True. But yeah, this has been a good week considering last week's session that I went through. Mm -hmm. And I actually haven't published it yet. I was wondering about that. Yeah, I just kind of had to get away from it. But I listened back to it this morning, just a little while ago. And it's... Fine. It's better, way better than I thought it was. I thought it was a great session. Yeah. I mean, I was just not in the best mindset at the time of recording. So let's get right into the first segment, which is where I talk about this process of practicing podcasting. Mm -hmm. And so last week we recorded our 13th practice session, which I designated as our first quarterly review session. Mm -hmm. And that, I really struggled through that. And listening back to it, I could tell that my mind was elsewhere. And I wasn't able to pull concepts together. And I, even though a lot of what I was saying made sense and it was kind of flowing, I mean, it, it was a little herky-jerky here and there. <laughs> and <laughs> do you like that? Yeah, I think that's a dance, and I'm picturing you dancing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, whatever you picture that dance to be like was probably how <laughs> I was talking. But yeah, I mean, all in all, it, it was a fine episode. And I think I, for one, I mentioned during the session that I may have put too much pressure on myself for making, like, designating it as this big quarterly review thing. Mm -hmm. And I had ideas before that of things that I could do, but I mean, I don't want to get too ahead of myself with this podcast specifically with practice, because as I've said before, it's more of a doorway into other projects and other creative things that I want to be doing. So I want to keep that in mind while I'm doing this and not kind of spin out of hand and have these delusions of grandeur. So that's one thing. And so I used like this past week to get away. And I mentioned in last week's session that we're reorganizing and rearranging this 
second bedroom office into the Forces of Equal Studios. And so I have everything rearranged now. It's not 100% finished, but things are in a more productive layout. And I feel a lot more better in this space. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm excited about finishing it up. I should be able to finish most of it up this week. We have some things coming in to organize the workspace. And so excited about that. And doing that and kind of being out of the creative... I mean, I I was still in a creative zone and mindset, but it was different because I wasn't working on the computer directly on, you know, the podcast or audio stuff or music. I was just in my room kind of thinking about the layout, where things go, and how to make things more efficient and finding different things that I haven't seen in a while Mm -hmm. in the room and just cleaning stuff out and purging and getting rid of all the dust that's piled up in the corners. And that time, you know, puts, it gives you the opportunity or it gives your brain an opportunity to function differently or be in like a different space per se and organize and mentate different thoughts and ideas in a different state. Mm Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm away from the computer, I'm moving around, I'm cleaning and ideating in terms of layout and organization. So it's a whole different kind of mindset, but it allowed my brain to function and turn its gears, different gears, and maybe same gears differently. And so I had, like, it was, it's just a different way of ideation, I guess, You could say, you know, I mean, if you're in the habit of being in front of the computer and you have this schedule, like I have a schedule where I have a certain time period where I want to be in deep work and, you know, my brain is churning and I'm trying to get in this flow state, which I'm usually able to do, but, you know, there's benefit in stepping away and getting out of that state and we've talked about this before whether it's you know just getting away from work and going outside for a walk or you know being in like green space and nature and getting your brain into that default mode network state where you're kind of daydreaming and reflecting and reconsolidating different thoughts so yeah, it, this whole week was great for me to get away from everything that I was doing and kind of running myself really hard into the ground with over the past 12, 13 weeks. So, yeah, now I've gotten that time, regenerated, and I'm excited to get back into things. And I think I'm going to be even more productive and even more efficient, especially since the room has been reorganized and the environment's more friendly for what I'm doing and what we're going to be doing. And so 
that's where we're at with the podcasting. I mean, I didn't really do too much in terms of podcasting specifically because I haven't published last week's episode yet, but I'm going to do that. I'm going to batch it up with this week's session and do that all tomorrow. So I'll get that out and finish tomorrow and then get back into it with the podcasting and get into our projects and start hitting it hard again uh, with the mindfulness that I need to take breaks and realize where I'm at and kind of make sure that I get back to the things in my system that I know that work and kind of not spin out of control with all these ideas and, you know, these grand ideas and hopes and wishes and stuff. Well, we talked about this a little bit this week about how you are a person that is very, um, you put a lot of focus on effort. Yeah. That you think that effort equals output in a lot of ways. So if people who are listening, if they maybe have that same feeling where they're the type of person that works really, really, really hard at something and they put a lot of stock in how hard they're working or how much time they're putting into something and that that's what they're valuing, that, um, that, this, these tips might be really valuable for them because we realized that you are totally okay with taking time off when that time off was scheduled for a specific purpose. <laughs> so you have your beach morning and your trail running morning. Mm-hmm. And when you have those two things, you have no problem using that time for relaxation. Right. But there was a morning where you stayed in bed a little bit longer and were kind of diddling around on your phone. And that, even though that was rest and relaxation for you, you didn't feel like it was, or you didn't feel like you should be doing it, even though you needed it. Right. There was some anxiousness that crept up behind it. Right. That you should be doing something else, that you should be being productive. Right. So I don't know whether the tip there is to specifically schedule downtime and know that that it's part of your schedule and, and maybe mm-hmm. think of the downtime as effort or if the tip there is that maybe you just need to like learn to be okay with downtime right. maybe it's right. a little bit of both yeah exactly i'm glad you brought all that up and you laid it out really well and kind of said everything right there but yeah i so Last week, I thought that a lot of my anxiety was coming from the pressure I was putting on myself for the review episode. But as I kept thinking about it, and after the session, we kept discussing things more and more. And that's another thing that came out of this past week. Like We had some great conversations and some great therapy sessions between the two of us, basically. (laughs) Yeah where we went through like a lot of psychology and stuff, which is where this notion of effort equals output came up for me because we kind of broke things out and started looking into what was really bothering me. And it wasn't necessarily that I wasn't getting something done. It was that I wasn't working hard enough to get it done. Yeah. So once we separated that out, then it's 
it was a lot easier to see that you know there's this there is a separation there yeah and that you can have one thing without the other basically yeah you can you can have an outcome without having to work you know ridiculously hard for that outcome like finding right what is the outcome that you want and what do you actually have to do to make that happen? Nothing more, nothing less. Exactly. And that would be more efficient if you mm-hmm. can proceed in that manner. And in the end, more intelligent. <laughs> so maybe that is the road to me getting the right mindset. You know, if I'm doing something stupidly, I don't want to keep doing that. <laughs> so maybe I could see it as doing the more intelligent thing. But either way, it's. I, I do also feel like I need to get comfortable with the fact that it's good to get away and rest and give your brain a different space to do its thing. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, I think uh, I'm getting more comfortable with that notion. And it's tough because these days everybody's like, you know, you have to be more productive. And for some reason, being more productive means putting in more work these days. Mm-hmm. You know, where it, where, I mean, that's not what it means. It means right. not having to, it, it means putting out more work without having to do as much work basically yeah so yeah uh yeah i mean there i've made strides with that mindset so yeah we'll see i've got some ideas that we can talk about later maybe we'll bring those into the next episode cool that sounds good (laughs) so yeah that's where things are at now and yeah things are much better and oh so i was what i was getting at last week was you know i thought that i was all anxious and riled up because of the pressure I was putting on myself with the quarterly review. But then as we kept talking, I realized that there were a lot of other things that were, that just kind of came up last week that I wasn't, I basically didn't realize how much they were affecting me Mm -hmm. until, until I realized it. And then I realized (laughs) that those things were taking up a lot of my mind space while I was trying to talk through the episode last week and talking about these other topics. And looking back, I can tell that, you know, there was something else going on in my mind that was distracting me. And one of those things was the Michael Jordan documentary, Mm -hmm. The Last Dance, on ESPN. I we just finished that last week and I loved it cuz I grew up in Chicagoland and that was my formative years growing up with Michael Jordan as the greatest athlete in the world and he's like right there in the next town over doing his thing and so that was like the last like their last three championships happened while I was in high school. So like totally formative years and I've had a lot of issues that went toward mental health issues that I experienced a couple years ago that began in high school or were thinking that it 
a lot of this stuff originated in high school. Mm-hmm. And so all that, uh, like the flashback from The Last Dance kind of put me back into that high school mindset. So a lot of those things were coming up. And then I also had an issue with a old friend from high school that came up. And I don't want to go into that, but mm-hmm. it was something that, like, looking back, I could see that it was affecting me. And But at the time, I didn't realize that I was being distracted by that. Yeah. So, like, at any moment, there could be hundreds of different things affecting your mindset that you're not aware of. Yeah. And so, you know, you could be doing something and get in some kind of mood and not have any idea what triggered that mood. And it could be because of something that happened before that your brain's still trying to process, basically. Or, you know, something along those lines. So, I mean, that's just something to think about. And I don't know if I could have gotten there without kind of stepping back and thinking and getting that space and time to think and reflect. So that all just goes into this whole notion that I am trying to articulate of taking time for your brain to rest and rework itself and regenerate and do its thing rather than having it just going 100 miles per hour all the time. And if you are not doing any sort of therapy and want to kind of work on processing these things, talking, like you've been saying, even if it's just an audio journal, kind of free-flowing thought and free-flowing talking, you find yourself making connections that you wouldn't if you weren't vocalizing what you're going through. Yeah, that's a great tip, too. It puts your brain in a different mind space Mm -hmm. and kind of drives you into like that self-reflective mindset. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, that, so that's where we're at. And I think we're just kind of flowed right into the free talking segment Mm -hmm. where I make tangent slides with the half thoughts that are floating around in my mind. (laughs) That was like a half thought right there. (laughs) (laughs) And so, yeah, I mean, this all, everything I talk about basically flows into mindset, spectral potentiality, and the vast framework that I've been talking about for the past couple weeks has kind of stalled. And I think I just kind of let that sit for the past week and just let my mind think about other things. So I'm still high on my vast awareness framework, but I'm just kind of letting it sit and see where things are and let things come to it right now. Rather than the past couple of weeks, I've been kind of actively trying to put it together and organize it. So now I think I'm not necessarily stuck with it, but I'm in a place where I want to let other ideas come in and see if I can keep improving that model. 
So that's where I'm at with the VAST framework. And let's see, we've been talking about spectral potentiality. And I kind of wanted to talk about wave and particle, wave versus particle duality. And I thought there was something else that I wanted to talk about, but I'm not sure. But I guess the wave and particle duality idea actually fits into what I was just talking about earlier. And that is this notion. Okay, so first of all, wave and particles, when we're talking about that in relation to quantum physics, we're talking about how the smallest particles when you observe them seem to be seem to exist in two states at once and that's as a particle and as a wave and this is kind of the basis of quantum physics and then there's the heisenberg uncertainty principle where if you i believe it's when you try to observe the position of the particle you can't observe the speed of the particle or something else. sorry I just got distracted by my phone I don't know why it just made a noise <laughs> it's never on so but anyway the I, I think it's speed and position or something like that, there's another measurement that's escaping me. So if you measure one, you can't measure the other. Okay. And then but if you and then if you measure the other, you can't measure the first one. So you can't like locate the particle and the speed or the size or whatever that other measurement was. So you can't get like an exact measurement of the particle. So you can either know where it is or how fast it's moving. You can't know both at the same time. Right. Okay. And, uh, well, actually, I guess that would make sense because if something's moving, you can't know exactly where it is. But I don't know. I'm getting kind of confused here. But that actually doesn't have to do with my little <laughs> theory or whatever I want whatever you want to call it. Okay. So there's that notion in quantum physics. And then I'm trying to take it and translate it over to mindsets and so the notion of the particle and wave I'm thinking like viewing mindset or thinking as a part particle or wave so rather than particle I'm going to say like point okay. or spot or like point versus wave so with emotions and mindset I'm thinking like the point is the emotion or that spot in time where you're thinking or feeling a certain way. And then the wave is that feeling or thought over time. And so the point is kind of static and fixed and there's one emotion or thought to it versus the wave where it kind of goes in and out 
of certain thoughts or emotions, and so it kind of spans more of a spectrum. And so there's this, I'm not sure where I'm going with this. We've talked about this before, right? So Yeah, so is this what we were talking about where um, the wave is kind of your, just you, you are the wave, your thoughts are the wave. And the mm-hmm. point is when you have a really strong emotion or strong reaction, and that's like, right. this is this is static, this is happening right now. And that extremely strong thought or strong reaction isn't going to last for a long time. We, that's just right. how we are as humans. We have we have very strong reactions, strong emotions for a for a acute point in time, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then over time they diminish. Or um, you may stay angry or something, but it's not a really really strong feeling over a long period of time. That's the wave. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like. Yeah, I'm glad that you understood that the first time we talked about it because <laughs> you. Pretty much put it perfectly right there. And so there's this notion of the point being a specific point in time where you notice that emotion or thought that you were feeling mm-hmm. and you kind of put more emphasis on that or it kind of directs your mood more mm-hmm. because you recognize that specific point in time and it's almost kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy where because you felt that specific thought and emotion at that point in time that you keep thinking that the same thought and emotion for those specific events or circumstances whereas in reality your thoughts and emotions are always riding the wave of the spectrum can encompass, you know, the whole, all the different thoughts and emotions that you can be having. And at any given time, you can be experiencing a certain degree or level of an emotion. So let's say we're talking about joy and happiness. Mm-hmm. At When you're feeling joy and happiness, you're probably not feeling, well, let's say not all the time, you're probably not feeling 100% joy. It might be like 80% joy, maybe there's 10% guilt, maybe there's maybe there's 5% anxiety. So, you know, there's all these different thoughts and emotions that you're feeling at mm-hmm. the same time. Mm-hmm. And then that goes to speak towards the wave part of the function. But then when you for whatever reason, whether it's like a high stress situation or some kind of traumatic event and you notice the point of that thought or emotion during that specific time and that kind of just encompasses your thoughts and emotions on that point. So those thoughts and emotions kind of override the wave of thoughts and emotions or this whole spectrum. And that's kind of how you could get into like a chronic state of a certain emotion or thought because you lose sight of the wave. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and you're just focused on the point. So I don't know. I'm just kind of rambling here, and I'm not sure where that is going. It's just kind of another notion and crossover of concepts that I'm working out in my mind. I I think it makes sense, and I think it's valuable because we can get stuck in grief or anger or a stress cycle, anxiety. We can get stuck in any emotion and or any feeling and that may come out of an acute instance of that feeling and then you can your your wave can get overridden by this this strong feeling right so Mm -hmm. um, i'm kind of picturing this in my mind of there's this intense feeling and then a wave of that intense feeling coming off so Hmm. instead of feeling joy or happiness or or whatever you were feeling before that intense moment happened, your wave kind of gets taken over by more of the grief or more of whatever the new feeling is. Hmm. And having the the presence and the recognition that you can feel multiple things, there can be multiple experiences that you're having. Maybe you can only think of one of them at a time. Mm-hmm. You can focus on joy, you can focus on grief. But there are other things that are happening. You are experiencing other things in life. And those are all happening in the wave. And the one that you are focused on is the one that you're going to feel the most. Right. So recognizing that this wave is happening and that you can um, tap into the other emotions that are there and that it's okay. You don't have to stay stuck in grief. Right. You know, you those other things are available to you and and it is okay for you to find other points on the wave. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. You put it beautifully there. <laughs> so, yeah, thank you. And so yeah, I, let's finish let's end right there with the free talking. And I hope that made sense. <laughs> but I I think you put it well there so that it it makes a lot more sense than the way I put it but let's see the third segment is on practices and practicing and I'll keep this short because I don't have too much to add we've just kind of been flowing throughout this whole session today so we've been talking about structure and the schedules the past couple weeks I'm still going really well with my summer napping schedule so (laughs) That's good. And today we're pretty much on schedule. Last week I was a little worried about that and I was getting anxious about that. So today we're on schedule and uh, this episode, I'm feeling a lot better about this episode. But although I'm probably being too hard on myself about the last episode, but yeah. yeah, So yeah. um, Let's see. Is there something we could say about structure and scheduling? I mean, I would just reiterate the notion of taking a break and getting your mind space into a place where you can think differently and let your brain kind of wander and even daydream or just think or... Just try to do nothing, even. Yeah, like on your break time, don't look at social media. 
don't distract. Right. Like this has to be time where you're actually allowing your brain to process and not be distracted. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, Pam gave out another great tip there. So <laughs> I think we should end with that. So yeah, thanks for coming back to listen to another week of our practice session. And we'll just keep doing this every week like we've been doing. And I think that's it for this week. So don't forget to come back next week and keep on practicing. Oh, actually, uh, Pam, where can people hit you up? <laughs> oh, uh, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Pamela underscore Lund. And you can find me at CK Disco. I almost forgot my Twitter handle. <laughs> and so that's it for this week. So come back next week. Keep on practicing. Toodaloo.